0: Hey, welcome back to Anime Cons TV. I'm Patrick Delahanty, and I'm here with everyone once again for our end of the year predictions episode. Uh, we've got Doug. Hey, guys. Elizabeth. Hello. And Shiva and Sketch. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and uh, so dopey. we're gonna. <laughs> we'll start by reviewing our predictions for 2021. And if you've seen our episodes for the last, been doing these twelve years predictions, what is it, thirteen? But anyway, like a dozen times, we're usually wrong. So let's see how wrong we are this year. Uh, Elizabeth, you predicted that there would be more two-day or one-day events, as cons don't want to risk uh, three-day events.
1: Yeah. Doesn't it look like that really happened. At least that I could tell looked like things kind of stayed with the same amount of time they were before. So I think maybe places just wanted to fall back into old hat and not have to like cut down on stuff. Or maybe they promised some kind of contract thing that they would keep at the same length. I don't know, but it doesn't seem like that was really a thing. So
0: yeah, it seemed like the cons were all or nothing. You know, yep. Cancel or, or no. Go with whatever they
2: normally
0: had. Uh, Doug, you predicted that some cons would go bankrupt because they can't use force majeure and attendance is down. Uh, you said that some bigger cons might be able to weather the storm and you thought that it would happen more to smaller cons that don't have a lot of cash on hand.
2: I mean, I I did not really hear of any. I mean, the only thing really was Otacon still which is a really a bigger con. Still watching their budget, and we're not sure what was happening, which was frankly a little scary. But I didn't really hear any of like smaller conventions happening. I think they almost lucked out because they're smaller, so there's fewer people, so it was easier to kind of plan an event around that. So I feel like I was pretty wrong again.
0: Yeah, I did see a bunch of smaller cons just decide to call it quits. Like you know what, I think we're done uh but I didn't see any that were directly tied to financial I mean it all comes down to the money but that came out yeah more, were, more okay, okay we need a lot of money except for Oticon which tried a big fundraiser which is odd because they also weren't very transparent about it saying exactly what they needed the money for or how much they needed it's just hey give us money
2: yeah I mean I I, and I, I definitely, it's interesting because some conventions, like you said, just kind of said, like, you know what? This is this is a good time to end it before we get into trouble. And I, it, it almost feels like the, the thing that was going to happen with uh, some, like, uh, con attendees who was just like, you know what? I was looking for a time to say I'm done. I'm done. And they've walked away from convent- going to conventions. So... And, uh,
0: yeah. Rob, you predicted that uh, you would make an appearance in an episode that's not your review or mailbag. Um.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, how'd that work?
0: I built a
3: house. Well, I mean, Doug did the whole season,
2: so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My back is very sore from carrying this whole show.
0: <laughs> yep. So do not post in the notes what gee, this prediction was. So oh, mine, was right.
3: mine was Dragon Con was going to be the first con to come back this year. Yes, you
0: predicted so Dragon first Con. Me, the, first major, the first major con to come back.
3: Yeah, which I believe would be considered Otakon to be the first big one that came back, maybe?
2: I think there's.
3: I know hmm. big large is kind of an arbitrary definition, but I was thinking kind of one of the more... Famous, highly attended ones um, when I was kind of thinking about it. Like AX didn't happen, right? Um, so I, I feel like maybe Otakon was the first.
2: I would consider yeah. Oticon the first one also because they had to plan in a very short window, like they didn't have because they weren't sure it was going to happen. And then they only had like a few weeks to really get it together versus having a year long plan. So that's the first real major one, but they're not that far apart either. So they're both yeah, pretty they're, close.
1: Also Labor Day Weekend, there was also Pax West and Fanny's Boston.
0: Yeah. And yeah. the week and before that you had Adam Savage's Silicon, which is pretty big. Uh so there's between Otacon and Silicon and the whole Labor Day weekend thing, there were quite a few right in, uh, in the two couple of weeks. Yeah. So no, said, OK, go ahead. ahead. But
3: we had the right time frame. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: And I mean, we were predicting, oh, because it's in Georgia. They really don't care about they it. They don't care. You <laughs> get <laughs> you get COVID. You get COVID. <laughs> and, uh, let's see. We had some fan predictions. Uh, Mark predicted that he would be lucky to have uh, we would be lucky to have cons by late fall 2021 the vaccine won't reach the greater population until summer and then it's a wait and see whether events can actually happen with large numbers And uh, it's pretty accurate yeah uh, not so much late fall as labor day but
1: uh i think uh, it at least this time last year i don't think we were expecting to get vaccines quite as soon as we did so um I think that was a factor
0: in that, yeah. for sure. So it wasn't far off. That was actually a pretty good prediction. Yeah. And uh, XXMapSirexX. <laughs> it's a YouTube username. Forgive me. what's <laughs> the Xs. Uh, they predicted that uh, some fans think they'd be able to attend AX next year in July. It's highly unlikely. I predict major cons to return in 2022. Well, right. AX didn't come back, but... Major cons have actually come back before 2022. The rest of them. start to see more and more. Uh, So now it's time for some predictions for next year. 2022. How is the 2022? Are we going to go on a 14th season? Um, So who wants to go first with the prediction?
1: Mine completely escaped my brain. So... I'm going to wait for it to come back.
0: Because okay. I didn't
1: write it down like an idiot.
0: <laughs> See, I did that last year. totally forgot.
1: It was so yeah. good, too. And someone's going to probably steal it, so I'm just going to go hide in the corner.
3: <laughs> well, we got ours, right? Yeah. All right. I'm... Or do you want to go first? You're go first. You go first. Um, I think the petition will work, and they will actually have a season two of uh, the live-action Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> I mean, I... That's a that's a bold one considering how the I actors. I only go bold. I don't know. Um I mean I could do the opposite of that, which <laughs> but um yeah, I mean that's an that's an interesting one because I felt like that the way fans reacted to that yeah, was it, so horrendous. It's like everything is polarized. It's just like oh. Did you like it? I liked it. I thought they caught the spirit of it. Obviously, they couldn't go verbatim, and that would have just been boring. Yeah. But um, I think they definitely got the spirit of the show. And then they expanded on stuff in the background, everyone has their own affections, like I say. that. Mm-hmm. But um, all of all, I, I think out of all the live-action adaptations of anime, it probably was the most solid. Do you think it's going to discourage anybody from doing it again? No. No? No, they still made money on it. I am going to predict, which I think I'm totally going to be wrong, but just to, because I think it's hilarious that cosplay.com is trying to come back, that the whole like exodus from like the influencer culture, like how Instagram and Facebook have like no reach anymore. You can't like, get nobody, unless you make reels or you're constantly trying to like push yourself on so- social media, nobody can show off like their cosplay work or anything. I think the old school is going to come back. <laughs> I want
1: awesome. AC Paradise.
3: Yes. I uh, AC Paradise was my favorite. I still update my AC Paradise just because I like it so
0: much, not because <laughs> anybody looks at it. I just need a place to keep track of that stuff because I forget yeah. about it. What comment that too? Which questions do I have? Yeah. That was the best yeah, part yeah. of the it. The who
3: makes websites for fun doesn't have a website for this already?
0: No comment.
1: <laughs> we should we should bring it back. We should just get all of our friends and be like, all right post on your ECP because no one gets a reach on Instagram anymore.
3: What about ECP is like I would forget what I wore to what convention and I would go on ACP and check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah, ACP.com, let's bring it back. Screw likes and followers. Bring that back.
1: Okay, <laughs> right, I remember what mine was. So, uh, mine is, uh, I think you're going to see more cons and this is could be a crapshoot and it's kind of risky, but I think you, you can see more cons trying to do more outdoor programming because it's outside and that, you know, it's safer to be outside. And I think and saying that in like December in New England, <laughs> feels really weird. And we've seen some cons in the past to outside stuff because of space restrictions with some good and some bad, um, outcomes and of course you're always at the mercy of the weather but um I think you're going to see more conventions maybe using um just more outdoor space that's that's allotted to them making sure that things are um available to people so like I'm thinking wait uh not in I don't because I haven't been to Anime Next's current location but their previous one like, had a lot of nice outdoor space. And, like, I can't even think of how crowded the con would have been inside if there wasn't, like, this nice outdoor area for people to hang out. And, of course, we'd all be screwed if it rained. And it was nice the weekend that I went. And, um, like, at Dragon Con, there's, like, space outside for people to hang out. And then, like, at the, uh, the BCEC in Boston, they have that nice lawn area that's outside. Um, that I know you can rent for events. And then they have a lot of events going on during the year. And I think you're gonna see more cons try and do stuff that's outdoors with like, a, fingers crossed, it's not gonna be crappy weather. Um, even so they might, you know, use tents or things like that. But I think that's where you're gonna see um, some things going with them trying to work around the way things are now.
0: And yeah, that's working out well at Fort Con Again, that's June in Maine. Imagine June yeah. in Texas is a little bit
1: different. It's like I remember going to park park a couple of times and it rained, which made going out to the tent like tricky.
0: Yeah. Now get three more days of rain. <laughs> and uh, Doug, do you have a prediction?
2: Uh, I think we're gonna really have. There's gonna be just a couple. Can uh, I've talked about this before, but I think we're gonna see. I think there's gonna be a surge of like one property that was an anime that in like 2020 that aired and just no did, people didn't get to cosplay it because there was no conventions. And there's gonna be a huge push to try and get that, and everyone's gonna just be wondering what the heck is this because I missed it and we've already moved on to the next thing. Like maybe, I, I mean, Demon Slayer cosplay kind of happened but not really maybe it'll be demon slayer just everyone pushes it even though there's no anime for it
1: no oh, all my hair academic cosplay that's i mean it. that's
2: still Going so <laughs> and uh,
0: my prediction is that a uh, certain midwest convention organizer will finally face the music uh, i don't we want to say so, but i see probably soon <laughs> uh, it's been a long time coming and don't take people's registration information or minors and post it on a dating site. Why you do know. that? Yeah. Ah, so I guess in another year, we'll see how we did with these crazy
2: predictions. Yeah. We um, did have one fan prediction. Oh, we did? Uh, we From our um, from our uh, Twitter account, Masa Di Gucci, or Masa Di Luffy is the actual username, said they predict that anime, manga USA will collapse under the weight of its own hubris, and this is uh, an organization that's uh, is having several conventions. Like they already have, just on their Twitter account, one in Atlanta, one in Miami Beach, and one in Ontario, California. Like all with uh, like, so they're trying to do multiple ones. So that's their prediction is that trying to have multiple conventions one by one organizer all within several weeks of each other. So that's their prediction.
0: Full strategy, Cotton, let's
1: (laughs) see if that pays
0: off. You know, for a new group, I assume they're new. I I don't remember them, but Uh, assuming they're new, to try to do a new event in one place is hard enough, but to try to do new events across the country California thats insane yeah. you know what I say about starting new conventions <laughs> don't <laughs> that's right don't uh, alright and so uh, I guess that wraps it up for our end of the year predictions and uh, just remember don't start a new convention especially during a pandemic really bad time to start a new convention who knows what's going
2: to happen? Maybe maybe that should have been my prediction is that one someone will try and start a new convention and then oh, right has. now, while things are uncertain. They're just doing that.
0: I, I see new conventions coming to the site all the time. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? Just hold off a couple of years. All right. You want to risk your money? Fine. All right. And uh, so if you have predictions, you can write to us podcast at emicons.tv you can leave us a voicemail please leave us a voicemail because if nobody leaves us voicemails google might disconnect the phone number so leave us a voicemail at 762 adequate at 762 233 7828 and follow us on twitter at emicons tv don't bother with facebook instagram because those social media won't use them anymore.
2: <laughs> next year See you next year guys.
0: Bye. Bye.